Welcome to Horrorphobia. Oh my god! A spooky movie review podcast for the horror lovers and the horrorphobics alike. Never saw them titties. I can't imagine why. Those destroy the child. Learn your lesson. We have to have some Halloween spirit. Show us your balls or get the fuck out! Without further interruption, let's celebrate and suck some dick. Hey there, you sick fucks, and welcome to Horrorphobia, a spooky movie review podcast for the horror lovers and the horrorphobics alike. I'm your host, Jake. Next to me is my wife, Emily. Hi. Across the internet, we have our friend, Ryan. Hi. And all the way across the slutty internet, not slutty, slutty, just slutty, because it was just one. Uh, we have our friend Jake. Hello. <laughs> no, Ian All tonight. Alone. Ian's All on vacation. Alone. It's just me and the cats. <laughs> we are a group of lifelong friends who review horror movies. Why horror movies? Because I love them. I fucking hate them. <laughs> like this. <laughs> we have a great episode for you today. On this episode, we will be reviewing 2023's Saw 10. First, we will do our movie synopsis, our spoiler-free review. Then we'll get everyone's score for the film. We review on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being a... 10 being a... Ah! Ah! Oh. (laughs) We just made a porno. (laughs) Then Ryan, acting as our resident scaredy cat, will rate the spook factor of the film. Then we will begin our spoiler-filled walkthrough of the film. And There's no will not be providing behind the scenes. Of None whatsoever. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be him and more. Jake's got the info. I got this. Uh, and I will be providing critical reception upon release. Which it just released. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's going to be the same with the production budget versus box office gross because it's it's going to be incomplete. But there is some some good news there. Good and fresh. And then after the review, we're all going to play a game. This week's game is build your own jigsaw trap. And we're all going to go around and tell each other what we prepared for our jigsaw trap. So, yes. as I said before, this me- week's movie is Saw 10. Here's the synopsis. Saw 10 is set between the events of Saw 1 and Saw 2. John Kramer is desperately searching for a cure to brain cancer. A cure that he hopes is actually a couple of Coronas, a bottle of tequila, and a thick Latin honey. Much to his (laughs) chagrin, he settles for a supposed brain surgery. After he discovers that he's been sold a bottle of snake oil, he finds the ones responsible, and he does what Jigsaw does best. He makes them play his game. Here's my review. Since we're balls deep into the 10th installment of the Saw franchise, it's quite easy to dissect what makes a good Saw film. One, jigsaw traps that make you squirm. Two, unlikable characters that participate in said traps. Three, a decent enough twist at the end that doesn't piss off the viewer. And four, John Kramer. 
This movie does all of those things pretty well, but with a somewhat lackluster effect. The traps are decent, but none affected me as much as other traps from previous installments. The characters were likable or unlikable, uh, but I was hoping that they would be hateable. The twist was fine, but it didn't prove much of anything. Tobin Bell as John Kramer did a good job, but at this point, the template is made, and it'd be pretty hard for him to fuck up the character. So color me unimpressed. A few major positives I can mention is that it feels edited in a similar way to the originals without the annoying and derivative aspects that they had. You won't be seeing those chaotic circular shots around each trap this time around. The other positive I found is that despite the simplistic nature of the story, the two-hour runtime flew by for me. Full disclosure that that could be attributed to the fact that Emily and I saw this in 4DX. The fog machines, the pivoting seats, the little vibrations that tickle your gooch, and the splashes of water you receive whenever there's bloodshed could be the catalyst as to why it felt so brief for me. Not every Saw film is worth seeing in my opinion, but if you're a fan of the franchise, this will definitely be one worth watching. And thankfully, this movie pushes the franchise into the realm of having more good movies than bad ones. And that was originally not the case. That's why I'm giving this movie seven or oh, seven. seven. That's why I'm giving this movie seven Latin honeys out of ten. There's no Latin honeys in the film. I just kept on, couldn't stop thinking about the Latin honeys because it was <laughs> in Mexico. So. Wait, was what's her name not a Latin honey? I mean, uh, I guess the one, uh, the one that uh, she could be considered a Latin honey. Um, the one that. The drug uh, addict. Yes. Yeah. Eh, right. Okay. Uh, so Ryan. Yeah. Uh, what tell us about Saw Ten? Oh God. Okay. <clears throat> Having never seen a Saw movie, I walked into the theater with a pretty good idea of what to expect, thanks to the franchise's status and pop culture through the years, as well as hearing tidbits from my friends. And previously, I thought I knew what kind of movies affected me the most in the horror scope. Fuck me, was I wrong. This is the closest I've ever been to walking out of a movie, as I was completely unprepared for not just the visual gore, but the accompanying audio piercing your ears with scraping and squishing while flashing lights, shaky cameras, and practical effects of all kinds mathematically work their way into your soul, creating a feeling of dread I don't think was even reached with hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice run on sentence there. but um, <laughs> And that's not to say it was scarier because it wasn't. What it did do a better job with was building tension and never releasing it until you're practically begging for a break. And to a Saw fan, you may have your own opinions about how horrifying this film was, but as a Saw virgin, all I can do is relate my experience with it, and all I can say is I was straight up not having a good time. <laughs> the movie was great, though. Jigsaw is a complex character that I believe most people would root for, methods aside, creating an emotion in the audience of, of hatred with simultaneous pity for the victims is a masterful way to keep the tension as high as possible. People are going to tell me to go back and watch other Saw movies, and I will, but give me some recovery time, Jesus Christ. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm going to give it a 8 out of 10 footballs. Nice. 8 out of 10. Uh, Emily, tell okay. us about Saw 10. 
Um, I had a great viewing experience. Like Jake said, we saw it in 4DX, and I really think that made me enjoy the movie a lot more when you saw the actual traps is when the theater was more interactive and like thus the rest of the audience is more interactive like screaming and laughing and it was really fun um i do think the movie moved along very quickly and i liked the story as pretty simple as it was it was a pretty simple story um but i guess the simplicity of it also i feel like they could have done a little more with the traps and with the characters themselves so i'm gonna give it a 7.5 out of 10 uh vacuums <laughs> eye sucking vacuums uh, all right other jake uh i i had such a weird experience with this movie because it went super fast for me because i probably only saw half of it um i think i should go see the more immersive version of it because i i about 20 minutes into this movie uh i felt like i was gonna puke and nothing had happened yet it wasn't even gross uh but i had ordered like bacon and cheese stuffed tater tots and oh, um no. I've had this problem before with fried food to where I'm like, I almost get an instinct when I went to a diner around here one day with Ian and I did the same thing with fried pickles to where I'm like, Hey, I think these were like cooked in bad oil or something, but I got like an instinct, like I'm probably going to, this is going to make me sick. And they did. <laughs> and this was the same way. So I feel like I need to go see this in a more immersive date because usually it's like i oh i like this type of movie i like the traps i like the uh the gore and like them figuring something out and having to pay something for it like i don't mind seeing it in a movie it doesn't usually make me squirm but i think this movie brought those levels up enough and the fact that i've never really seen one of these movies in a theater like it's such a different experience um but it was a it was fun the the parts i saw like when i stopped feeling so sick it was <laughs> which was right after uh one of the worst parts of the movie um but it didn't didn't necessarily let up a lot of the way through so it's like you still i still got a lot of good scenes but i almost do feel like even just seeing this in the regular screen again just to make mm -hmm. sure it's like oh hey but it's almost like I need to see it. So I need something else. Cause I'm like, I've never seen something like that in the theater. So I'm like, this movie couldn't have helped that, but like going home, I was still food poisoned. Like I oh, told no. Ryan, we were driving home. I'm like, I can't eat or drink. But when I got home, it'd been a few hours and I tried and I just, I was watching disc golf. So it wasn't, oh. I wasn't queasy at all. Um, <laughs> that was a horrible shot. <laughs> but yeah, I liked uh, I I like the it, I think I had mentioned to Ryan when we were watching this and this this rating is going on so long, but it reminded me so much of like one of the middling like uh, of like a big franchise like uh, Fast and Furious. It's like almost I didn't need to know what really was going on, but I enjoyed being a character I know 
do something I know. Like it was it, like the it was the perfect amount of and we've talked about this before, like member berries or like a character like Jigsaw is like doing what he naturally does. It's like it feed it fed into that lore I have of that character perfect like the perfect amount. Uh, as I was getting over getting sick and getting back into the movie. <laughs> um, a lot of the visual stuff I didn't like about the saws that just felt so dated were uh, were cleaned up. Um, mm-hmm. It was well edited like and and fast um, like we talked about. So, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. And I think overall it just fits into that like stack of saw movies, even the ones I haven't seen. It's like, well, now I kind of want to go back and see them because this one ranks is getting up there into like one of my favorite Saw movies, which mm-hmm. is like, well, I know there's the uh, that's bottom weight a lot with a lot of movies. I'm like, I heard like I've I watched half of it or I saw something terrible about it. But it's like, well, now I want to revisit it. So that's a sign of a good movie. Seven point one. Yeah. Uh, Nice. Uh, stubby body stubs you come back to when you're wiping After puke. Puke on your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That was my I'm own the- little saw puzzle. I'm like, how do I get out of this bathroom and <laughs> not cannot continue to get sick? Is it all gone? Are you fine? And I was they, so parked. They took the spinning out of the movie, but it went, you took it into your life. Mm. Yep. Spinning into yeah. real life. I'm going to make yeah. a clickbait uh, tweet about this for this episode, and I'm just going to say, Jake, this movie, dot, 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 I puked, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, this I couldn't, movie. like, I w- it felt like I was, like, letting the team down, too, because I'm like, oh, Ryan is hating this. Wow. I was uh-huh. next to him. I know I just- his body language, and he's having a tough time. And I'm like, oh, man, those bacon-filled tater tots are really messing with me i think i believe when you walked out the second time like when the shit had hit the fan at that point in the movie yeah i was leaning forward with my shirt over my mouth (laughs) (laughs) like and i was like this dude's gonna puke too and we're gonna be in there puking for two reasons either and that's when i started thinking i'm like i'm getting like we got trapped like we either both got the butter was was rancid or the tater tots were bad, and you didn't you didn't throw up. So I'm like, okay, no. maybe it was the tater tots. But I felt oh, sick. And I, tell you that, I, I did feel sick. I just was like trying. I was like, if I walk out, I don't know if I can come back in. Like yeah. that was that was the thing oh, is reentry. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I was just trying to, and I think that was the tough part for me is being alone, Mm. (laughs) like, while you were gone, is because kind of how I cope sometimes is like, I'm gonna like make a joke or whatever, like, we'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, that guy, that guy has a dumb face, ha ha ha, like, let's laugh at it or whatever. So, we were practically alone, yeah, yeah, there was like three people like way down further in a theater, and that was it, and I so like we were we were cracking jokes the entire movie until you know he left and <laughs> and so now I'm just forced to actually focus on what's going on in front of me <laughs> and uh yeah I don't know I I didn't think gore was it but for some reason I 
my chest was never as tight watching hereditary but also i think that could have been a theater thing like if i had watched hereditary in theaters yeah i think that might have been worse yeah. but like this was this was worse than talk to me this was obviously worse than demeter but those are the only other horror movies i've seen in the theater yeah so yeah. i think i think that has a lot to do with it as i'm still pretty new as far as watching horror movies in theaters yeah 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 definitely more effective i want to know when you're alone i would have had to, i think it enhanced need... the experience for us that you watched it alone i was gonna oh, say man. we got like the opposite 4d experience where it's like i wish they'd like let some fresh air in here <laughs> I, uh, I wished I wasn't alone. Could I you turn the lights up? Some water on my face right now, dude. If I was in, because I was having sensory overload as it was, and yeah. if you add in pickling my gooch and spraying blood in my face, no fucking way, dude. Like I could not do it. Whenever but, there's like gunshots too, like like they blow like wind past like in your ear, basically yeah. like right above your ear. Just go, like like the, the oh. one scene with the fan or whatever it was, you were like getting that by your ears. Yeah. So you oh, the radiation thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. I think before going into the theater, they should poison you. Yeah, yeah. And that so really will give you sick while you're <laughs> while you're getting did the forty. You... You're also poisoned. Did you buy it from the theater? Yeah. Uh... Like an idiot. I was just like, the yeah. Give me your worst. No, don't. Give don't me your worst food. Yeah, certain uh, certain you... theaters were handing out jigsaw like as a promotion jigsaw puke bags when you went to go see the yeah. movie. Yeah, they were. Oh. I would have loved that puking <laughs> in a bag in the theater, and then yeah. I don't miss anything. Yeah, it's like I yeah, didn't just... have anywhere to puke. They gave me a bag of popcorn, but I'm not going to puke in that. Yeah, I'm like this but... thing's not going to hold my puke. <laughs> yeah, let oh. alone okay. you never know when you're food poisoned. You never know. It's like it's gonna. It's coming out of somewhere, but yeah. you don't. You're not certain. <laughs> not certain where it's. Which you don't want to deal with in a a bad theater's bathroom. Mm -mm. But you get through it, and you mm. catch most of the movies. Yeah, so I can't imagine. I can't imagine throwing up in that Lakewood movie theater. Oh, it was the worst. It's the first <laughs> time that's ever happened. It was terrible, and but hey, I lived. Well, yeah. yeah. To tell the tale. I wasn't sure if I would ever be the same. Uh, there, there was a there was a part of the time while I was having a panic attack that I was like going through my irrational motions of my with my brain, and I was like, I thought I think this is going to change me forever. And <laughs> I, I, I was fine an hour later. John Kramer, <laughs> you you did it again. I guess you just have to be in sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ryan, what what spook factor are you giving this film? Yeah, so it's tough because like I, I I'm trying to balance spook factor with mm, factor. Yeah, Puke, just Puke kind factor. of like horror. And like because it like scary is not the right word, but horrifying is. So I think I, I I'm it's gonna be high. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a six point five because it was like extremely effective to me as far as like a visceral reaction, but not anything that's going to give me nightmares. So it won't go up to like hereditary level. Yeah. Uh, as far as spookiness. Um, yeah. But it, it, it was, it was one of the more effective movies. Yeah. You start seeing like thick Latin honeys in the doorway, like the guy from hereditary <laughs> <laughs> offering me 
<laughs> oh god no see now you just ruined it <laughs> oh you're cro you across the streams <laughs> gorifying okay well i guess let's get into spoilers It's time for spoilers, so leave unless you want us to be plot point foilers. Our spicy takes will make you feel like you're in a boiler. Da 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 spoilers. Spoilers. Hey everyone, Ryan here, and I'm here to tell you about us, Horophobia, the spooky movie review podcast. Uh, now, we love doing this show for you guys weekly, absolutely free of charge, but if there's something you want to do to support us, there's many ways you can do that. Uh, one of those ways would be to tell a friend, because word of mouth travels faster than you think. Uh, another huge way would be to leave a review on our podcast on either Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, that helps because it really will boost us up the algorithm and allow us to be more visible so more people like you who enjoy the podcast uh, will be able to find us. And we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash horrorphobia. There you will find all of our tiers and the benefits you will get for subscribing to them. And then we have our socials, uh, Twitter at HorrorphobiaPod, Instagram at HorrorphobiaPodcast, and our Facebook is Horrorphobia, a spooky movie review podcast. So thank you very much and enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, now I'm going to get breast cancer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> happy breast cancer. Happy month. breast cancer. Oh, no, this Actually, no, this will be coming out during breast cancer. Happy breast cancer awareness month. Oh, Wait, Jacob. which one is that? October? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it should be August. Why? Because you turn an eight sideways and it looks like boobs. That's a really good point. Yeah, I'm convinced. That was good. <laughs> Why is October Breast Cancer Awareness Month? Oh. So uh, that all the football players can wear it. Yeah, and make all the dads mad. No, my dad hated when the man had to it was that sounds like a man who's not secure in his own masculinity well you know <laughs> dad if you're listening take that as you will <laughs> come fight me bro <laughs> come come on couple of couple Actually, of low t bros just duking it out in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> let's go all right uh so as far as critical reception, Emily's mm. got a few reviews for Saw 10. I guess I do. Let me get them. Uh, Saw 10 on Rotten Tomatoes has an 83% currently, 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 7 out of 10 on IGN, and 4.4 on Google reviews. I have to say I'm really disappointed in Google reviews. Everyone thinks they're a critic, and I just need them to answer with their heart so that I can have better content. But ah. they're, everyone's giving really good reviews on Google reviews. Oh, it's just boring. like boring shit? Yeah. Like not being funny about it? Really long. Um, yeah. But one review on Rotten Tomatoes said that previous reboots have failed to grasp Kramer's star power. Saw X does not make that mistake, leading to one of the franchise's strongest installments. That was David Sims from The Atlantic. And then Joey 
Kioff from Wicked Horror said, coupled with the bizarrely ill-judged attempt at sentimentality and the fact that the traps themselves are dull and nonsensical, there's really nothing to recommend in the movie. So, Mm, a couple sides of the spectrum there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, this is currently the highest rated Jigsaw film because the first Jigsaw film is the second highest and that's got 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. They are not critical darlings, these Saw films. I think people have a hard time separating their own visceral reaction with the actual quality of the film. Uh, I mean, I think some people just think that torture porn is just cheap thrills yeah and just cheap gross out horror and uh i mean and and they're not wrong in some of these soft films <laughs> i mean you were getting your gooch like vibrated yeah <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that level of that yeah <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying as well yeah but yeah uh, i mean i mean this is definitely not my favorite saw sequel but it's it's up there like i said like i said in my reviews it's gotten to a point now where there, i think there's six saw films that i would say are good to watch and that would be one two six saw 3d which is saw seven uh jigsaw and now this one I thought it was good, but, you know, and a lot of the things that I have to say about it might be tired for other people who have seen all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, that's a that's an old concept. We want something new. But to me, this is new. So take everything I say with a grain of salt if you are somebody who is a, a huge fan of the, the song yeah. series. Same with, same with me. I've watched very few of them. And this one spent most of the time in a bathroom. <laughs> and getting sick. Not most yeah. of the time. But like I mean, a twenty-five Jake's... minute period, gone. Did Don't you see the end the... of it? Yep. I didn't. I fell asleep. I oh, think like the post-credit missed... scene. I missed no, a lot the... of the red parts. Whatever the parts are red, like club the scenes, red. maybe. Seems like when I left. Yeah, that's that was a triggering color for you. Yeah, and something to do with gas. I didn't mm, see that. Gas. I don't think. It was when they were getting like captured. I think. He'd gotten mm. to Mexico. We're going to cover it. Yeah. Uh, so as far as the budget, the box office goes, it was a $13 million budget. Um, most of it took place in, on location in Mexico City. Nice. Uh, and as of October 3rd, it has grossed $21.9 million U.S. and Canada and 11.3 in other territories with a worldwide total of 33.2 million right. which is is below average uh for average opening weekends of the franchise but also way higher than recent installments uh like with spiral and jigsaw yeah uh, spiral was ass 8.8 million is what that made and jigsaw was 16.6 so yeah. uh it, it 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 got back up there as far as like closer to the average of what these films would make. Yeah. I slept for most of Spiral in the theater when yeah. I saw that. The movie sucks. I spiraled for most of this movie. So <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to be so good too because I love Chris Rock and I was just I was just so excited, but it's ass. Wanted I thought it to be that was a show. No. Or a mini series? Didn't they? No, it's a, it's a it's a full fledged we went to go see it and it's uh not good. Mm. 
I will say this: it did it did finish second place its opening weekend behind Paw Patrol. So there was a uh, yeah, there were a lot of people there for Paw Patrol. That's for sure. Lots of crossover fans. Lots of people <laughs> yeah. wearing Paw Patrol shirts, but you know, jigsaw hats. I didn't know which movie they were going to see. <laughs> Double feature: yeah. Paw Patrol and Saw Ten. Saw Paw. Twenty twenty three. Jig oh, Patrol? Shit. No? Jig Jig Patrol. <laughs> I mean, it could just be Saw Patrol. That, that would work, right? Yeah. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, guys on a list anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Into the plot we go. Mm. John Kramer, guys. Is this so is has he played this guy played John Kramer in every movie or, or is there been yeah. a different one? Yeah, and it's it's crazy to me that he still looks like about the same, like it, like it's twenty years since the first film, yeah, and he, he still looks about the same. It's crazy yeah. to me. He still looks terrible. He looks yeah. terrible, but he's like it's crazy that you can continue. Can like, even... l- look at him right now. We're yeah. watching Saw Two right now in the background. Look. That looks like what we just. It looks like John Crane. No. Like, he looked consistently perfect. terrible for over twenty years. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's good. good on yeah. you. Yeah, Ageless, agelessly terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so John Kramer, what? Hmm? What'd you say? I said, "Good on you, John." Good, good on you, John. He's got he's got good bad genes. Bad, What's the bad good genes. Name? Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell. Pop punk. Uh, he looks like a Tobin. <laughs> John Kramer is told that due to his advanced brain cancer, he has only months to live. After a CT scan, he witnesses a custodian stealing from a patient in the next room and imagines him in a trap where he must turn a dial to break all five fingers or have both eyes sucked out of his head by vacuum tubes with the custodian failing to do so in time. After the custodian sees John at the window of the patient's room, he places the belongings he originally intended to take back with the patient. So it was kind of like a, a daydream scenario. And I that one was fun. It was fun and lighthearted. It was yeah. cool. I was like, oh, look, he's just getting his fingers broken and then like getting his eyes sucked out, which was just kind of like, oh, yeah, that sucks. But like, you know, nothing when too he, crazy. Is that where it made fun of or made the joke that it, like it, it was like SpongeBob when he tried to like yes. snap, he tried to crack his <laughs> fingers or whatever? <laughs> Trying to get in the salty spittoon. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan made a funny joke when he was like turning the corner and like he saw him stealing the watch and he's like, saw that. And I'm like, that <laughs> <laughs> saw that. <laughs> or like, I think it was right after they played like the, the, like him envisioning what he, how he saw him. And yeah. <laughs> we were both like getting him in and Ryan's like, saw that. <laughs> yeah, the, the we were just like this the timing of our jokes throughout the whole thing, which and I was having a great time until he left to go to the bathroom to puke and then I was alone. When just you, sitting in my dread. Just mumbling jokes to yourself when you laughing and then... like, hey, you this saw... guy has a bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> when you saw the poster with the tubes on the eyes, did you think that it was like gonna that guy was back... Asian? No, that the, the, <laughs> it was gonna vacuum suck him out. Or did you think- No, I was thinking someone was gonna like go in them, like crawl in them or something like that. Yeah, I thought that's what I told Emily. It was like I thought it was gonna be like fire ants or something like that going like into his eyes or something like uh, that. But yeah, I thought they I were fluorescent light bulbs. 
Oh. Is that their flat flesh? Oh, yeah, because it yeah. kind of like shows them in the air, like crossed. Yeah, a like uh, I was like, oh, it's kind of like, uh, oh, like the Hollywood sign or like. Yeah, it's Hollywood, like when you're Hollywood approaching video. a city and you see like the the things in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's dying. Told he's he doesn't have long. He's just got like a few months, and like he's like there's so much work that needs to be done. But. <laughs> The thing is, would he ever be done? Like, that's is he's I mean, got is it or is it more of the his training? Is it more of like he's not done training people to take his place yet? Uh well this is between Saw one and two, so he's still got more work to do because I like I was telling him I believe Saw three is where like they abduct like a brain surgeon to like operate on him and like i think they get his family and they're they're putting the software i think i don't remember but either way um so yeah he has more work to do but he it's also probably crafting a protege to you know take on his legacy after he dies right so after john attends a cancer support meeting where he meets henry kessler who claims to have also gotten a terminal diagnosis. A physically destitute John later encounters a seemingly healthy Henry, who claims to have been cured by an experimental Norwegian cancer treatment conducted by a group led by Dr. Peterson, though with a D, fucking stupid. Uh, a desperate John contacts the doctor's daughter, Cecilia Peterson, who refers him to her clinic in Mexico City. That girl looked very familiar. Anybody... Anybody seen her in anything before? For some reason, she just had one of those faces that I'm like, I've seen you in something, mm. and I could not think of what it is, and I'm too lazy to look it up right now, so fuck that. She had that Eastern European European jawline. European. Yeah, yeah, I was like, she's got a stronger jawline than he does. <laughs> like, no, yeah, he's, he's a triangle. He's just he's got like, like a weak-ass jaw. Yeah, he's like a slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like his eyes are sardines and <laughs> red onion mouth <laughs> so john is driven to the clinic by taxi driver diego and meets cecilia and her team there's a uh kind of like a i don't know it seemed like a kind of an unnecessary scene of him being like abducted by them first like the van cuts him off in the taxi and like kind of abducts him and like they're being aggressive like who are you and he's like john kramer going, don't fucking lie to me and he's like, I am John Kramer. And they're like, oh, okay, sorry, sir. And they take him to the to the facility. It just kind of like, I don't know what just the point of that play. was. I mean, probably to just uh explain the illegality of the uh of the whole thing. I mean, at the beginning, she's like, it's because they're fucking they're they're just trying to stop me from curing people. Big yeah, because farm. big farm is on our heels. Yeah. Big farm, yeah. The Big big Pfizer. Uh, speaking of which, nobody turned into zombies on October fourth. That sucked. I can't stop thinking about sucking dick though. Oh shit! Daddy <laughs> Biden stick. No. Fucking suck that dust right out of Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Look like the fucking guy from the Mummy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, he meets Cecilia and her team, Mateo, Valentina, and Dr. Cortez, as well as a young woman named Gabriella, 
who claims to have been cured by Cecilia and another patient, Parker Sears, who just underwent surgery. John also meets Carlos. Latin honey. Oh, oh yeah, Gabriella. Parker? Yeah. Gabriella looked like a child at first and then was like more like an adult. When I first saw her, I was like, she looked like she was 14. And then I yeah. feel like she aged 10 years throughout the rest of the movie. It was weird. Um, but John also meets Carlos, a young boy who lives nearby. He's playing football, kicking the 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 soccer ball against the wall. And uh the two bond when John fixes his bike. He's got a uh his bike's the the rim's all bent up and he uh there's a scene where he's he's fixing it and he's trying to tell him how to how to pull. Like you have to pull the rim because it was like in a vice. And he asked him what the Spanish word for uh pull is and i can't remember what it was what that what the word was but he says pull in spanish and that's important later probably um, on their doors like push and pull doors yeah that probably, i haven't seen it though i probably have and i just don't i, I don't know spanish <laughs> I, yeah I, I i should learn i'm walking around and work all day there's i could literally get one of those like language teaching apps and just have it yeah. playing in the background at all times and I can learn another language while getting paid. Don't know why I don't do that. You'd rather listen to podcasts about fantasy football. That's very true. So anyways, <laughs> maybe, you can, find, maybe you can find one in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Football. Uh, You're oh. like, this is <laughs> like, this sucks, dude. I hate soccer. <laughs> hosted by the ghost of Pancho Bila. Yeah, sorry guys. Sorry, go bells. RIP. RIP. So John goes under for surgery. Uh while he's under, there's a, a scene of him. They they said that he needs to be like kind of semi-conscious to make sure that his his you know brain activity is still gonna work, that they don't like poke something that they shouldn't poke. Mm-hmm. And uh he's looking at a screen of like a camera zoomed in on his brain as they're kind of poking around in there and they turn it away from him. They're like, see that part? That's the part of your brain that makes you gay. He's like, oh God, really? (laughs) Get it out of there. (laughs) They they just pull it out. (laughs) They like, they poke it and he just grabs one of the surgeon's dicks. He's like, I'm sorry. You you poked my brain. So uh, he wakes up to Cecilia informing him that he is now cancer free. Uh, seems seems kind of quick. Like I, I don't. Are, are you are you immediately cancer free as soon as they take the tumor out? Because I feel like doesn't that don't you still need time to like? Well, yeah, like they take out what they can see as cancerous, and then they'll like usually it's followed with like radiation or in yeah. their. That's what I mean. In their That's what I mean. thing, it's like they lemon the... juice shots that you have to take yeah, afterwards. They, they told like... that they said that they're like, hey, the cells have turned back on. You're good. Yeah, we just flipped oh. the switch. Yeah, oh, that's the switch, you stupid bitch. You had brain they, surgery. Usually, you kind of have to like it learn to walk again a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I guess they he has he's there for a while. So, but they didn't do anything. You find yeah. out later. Well, there were some red flags of why he should have known that this was uh, not real going into it, but uh, I didn't even notice those red flags until hindsight. So, right. And I'm yeah. watching the movie from the outside perspective. I think that uh, a lot of it might have just been like hope 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe blinding him. He seems he seems like smarter than than that. He like does a little more preparation than that. And what's funny too is is what I thought was gonna happen. Cause like I kept like like I kept like whispering to Jacob, like, oh man, who's he gonna saw? Who's he gonna saw? Oh, he's gonna saw that guy. Like any any per, any person he meets taxi that guy driver. That yeah, was like that, why that taxi scene seemed kind of weird because we were both like, Oh yeah, he's definitely gonna saw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like turns <laughs> out, yeah. <laughs> turns out, yeah, but not for the reason you think. And but it's funny because like I was like I guess I'll I'll wait because we're gonna get there. Just a um, word, if I mean, as um, difficult as the medical community is, if someone is saying that the medical community is trying to shut them down, you should probably ask them some questions as to yes. why they want to silence this person. But my the other side of that is if you're being told you have two months to live and yeah. the medical community you have access to can't do anything for you. What do you have to lose? Yeah. Especially yeah. with something yeah. like like stem cells or something like that. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Could be weird or whatever. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. it is or isn't. But it's like you yeah. still have to go to other countries usually to do something like that. Or like blood cycling or I don't know. Like there's that like. Leaching. Or <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> whatever you're into. Um, old, old and new. Yeah. Saws from all the way to 10. <laughs> yeah uh, uh so he's cancer free finding a new lease on life he purchases a gift for gabriella he just loves these people they they were so good to him they saved his life he's forever grateful but upon returning to the clinic he finds it abandoned and realizes that the whole operation was a scam now going into it when he was going into the facility i was like oh some some fucking pfizer fucks came in and killed them all and he's gonna <laughs> saw, he's gonna saw the big big pharma's. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's kind of like what I thought was gonna happen, hmm. but they went a way cooler route with it than what I thought was there. <laughs> uh, where it was just a scam. It was so he fun. he he goes onto the computer. He sees that the exact same what was a live feed of them working on his brain was just a Not recorded cute. video. And uh, he also sees he, he takes his bandages off his head and there's no scar. There's nothing there. And so he's 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 pissed. And now we know who's going to get sawed. We got now the whole got group. guys. I'm yeah. What a good group of people. Acquired. Like once um, the doctor turns into a bad guy, you, you do really just hate her. Oh, yeah. Oh, you hate everybody. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I hated the the fucking who is it? Um, uh, the one doctor. The uh uh uh, what the fuck is his name? Cortez. Mateo. Mateo. Oh. Wait, no. He was Which a one was the No, wait. Oh no, Mateo was the the one that was in disguise, right? Yeah. No, 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 well, no, no. Mateo, he was Mateo's... in disguise as the doctor, though. Doctor Cortez was the one that Carlos was in disguise as Mateo yeah. was the other guy, the one that got his face melted. They were two spoilers. different people. Yes. Okay. But there was, yeah. Okay. All in oh, Mexico. Oh, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this all make sense. Um, so he deduced that Dr. Cortez was Diego in disguise. Diego was the driver and the one doctor that had a beard underneath his mask. That was 
Uh-huh. That was uh, Diego, actually. He tucked his beard into the mask. Well, no, because it was a fake beard. Because <laughs> oh. Diego didn't have a beard like that. Oh, gotcha. Right? Wasn't Diego clean shaven? I believe. I could, did not remember. I, I don't remember the doctor having I'm pretty eyes. sure. You're probably right. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure Diego was clean shaven and he had like a fake beard on. Maybe just... even the beard was part of the mask, like it's already on the mask, and when he puts the mask on, it just has a beard there. I need a Santa Claus mask it's like one of those, that during like, COVID. It's, it's one really of those cute. pair of sunglasses that has like a fake nose and mustache. Yeah, Jake, exactly. Jake had one of those beard hats. He still does. Uh, I still do. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I was getting sick in the bathroom. I so I don't know that I don't I don't know that happened. That was this is one of the early scenes that I missed out on because gotcha. I started being like, oh, this is escalating. I'm gonna want to puke before the gore scenes because that'll only Planning. make it worse. And it didn't yeah. work out. First time I went left, I was just like, I feel sick. I maybe just need water and mm. and to walk around. Didn't help. Mm. So Came back, left again. So John Kramer kidnaps Diego, interrogates him. He places him in a trap where he must remove explosives wired to his arms by cutting through his flesh, which Diego successfully performs. Jigsaw's apprentice Amanda Young then kidnaps Cecilia and her team, and the four wake up in the clinic where John and Amanda greet them as the subjects of Jigsaw's latest game. Um, I, so, you know, not knowing anything about this, uh, I didn't know that this Amanda Young, like who this was or whatever, but like a quick question to Jake during the movie told me everything I needed to know that she was a, a previous, uh, victim that, you know, had Stockholm syndrome and now they're, they're partners. Um, and, uh, she's got a horrible haircut. She Um, always does. (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> at tracks for the yep. entire series yep. yep she had one of those like in the saw two. she had one of those like a uh, like bangs and then the back you know the emo hair where it's like all like frizzy in the back right. remember mm. that That's i did my hair like a bed head yeah. i straightened him and i held my hand it looks good on you and i like sprayed it so that it was like a helmet over my eye and i scrunched the back and it was i can't say green. anything like that I used to goop just liquid LA looks gel into my hair and flatten down the top except for the very front and do the the tsunami, the push up. Like what the oh, fuck yeah. was that hairstyle? The horn. What it was what? everybody loved it though. It was like the yeah, pointy the 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 crown of thorns? Like what the fuck was that? Like it looks better I, if you have blonde highlights, you know? I guess, but like, I just don't understand. Like, that was like a thing that I did. And then, even after that, when I got too lazy with that and I wanted to kind of have long hair, but if my parents would tell me to do my hair, what I would do is I would just get my hair wet, put a bunch of gel in it, and then just shake my head. And however it landed, it would just crust like that. And so it was just like a normal, like, like bowl cut looking head with crust that was just crusty. Like, it was that's I have. My sister's fucking wedding. There's pictures of me with that hair. We all had crunchy like, hair at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Dude, crunched. crunchy hair is over and it's never coming back. Wonderful game. 
You crunchy want crunchy hair. hair back? All sticky on your forehead and shit? Oh. I told you, I spray painted it off, not spray painted, hairsprayed it off of my head so it just hovered zero gravity. I never touched me. <laughs> <laughs> just floating on, floating I'd on chemicals. I'd my head and it would flop to the other side in one piece. Oh my god, no wonder we're all getting cancer, dude. <laughs> Dow, Dow chemical cloud holding up your lifestyle. Aquanet. I didn't use Aquanet. Uh, it's a little old for me. So Valentina is tasked with severing her leg with the uh, g- giggly, g- giggly, giggly saw. The How do you pronounce it that? Like, it just seemed like a wire, right? It jiggle well, up. It, Gigolo it's, saw. It, it's a saw. saw. It, I I looked it up. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's spelled G I G L I. Um, it's like the movie. Is that how you? Geely? Yeah. Is that how it's spelled? Uh, that's the movie Geely is G I G L I. Geely saw. Well, maybe maybe that's how I pronounce it. I don't know. Geely. It is. A, it's a. Really... It's a medical. So it's a flexible wire saw used by surgeons for bone cutting. It's used mainly for amputation, where the bones have to be smoothly cut at the level of amputation. So it is a medical tool, uh, specifically to cut a limb off, and that's what she has to do: is cut off her leg and put, like, su- like suck out like the bone marrow and have it like go into this thing, and it would shut off this machine that's going to cut her head off, essentially. Um, she succeeds in removing her leg. But her times run out, r- runs out, and she's decapitated. Oof. I fell asleep when they were like explaining this, but I was woken up when she was sawing her leg off, and it made our seats go back and forth <laughs> to the movement of the saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Brian's covering his face right now. I. Uh, so the zip, 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 zip thing, um, yeah. obviously brings back hereditary vibes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, right. But like, this was, this felt worse to me. I don't know why. Hmm. And I think the reason why it felt worse is because it wasn't like a possessed woman floating in the air doing it. It was just a girl struggling through doing it. Like, it's like that demon had no problem doing that. Like there wasn't, yeah. she wasn't suffering. She was just trying to creep you out. This was like, it, I, I don't have a lot of empathy, but I, these, this type of shit brings it out of me where I'm just like, I can feel it. Like I, I'm like holding my leg as I'm watching it. I'm just like, Oh my fucking God. Just like, I can almost feel what this would. And in, just showing it just getting deeper and deeper into the bottom of the leg. Yeah, it was good and slow. Yeah. The and then the leg on the leg, like holding on to like to the last moment. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. That very end where it like flopped around when she oh, was yeah. trying to cut it, it off. Was great. What? And that's when I got it the most really tickets. <laughs> because, because obviously, but also like it was like building up, and I'm like, I want to watch this scene because it's good. And then seeing what happened later, I was like, man, when I was just coming back, that scene had just ended, and I missed mm-hmm. the whole second half of that. Mm-hmm. Like, the, all the femur sucking. and Yeah. You know, that was the worst of it, and then I started feeling better. 
wasn't cool, but uh, they, yeah, she dies. They they show her body flap flop in like a backdrop because you see Cecilia kind of turn around, like not to look, and you see kind of like a blurry vision of the body just falling and the head flopping down. And it was, even though it wasn't in the forefront, it was still very upsetting. I don't like body flops. They, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Like lifeless body, like falling. the like the dog body flop in in fucking funny games and yeah. like like I yeah. just don't like body flops. They just it's for something not natural about it. I kind of like them because they feel like I don't see them that often. So I like when there's like a decent one in a movie that I'm like, oh, that's mm. good flop. Especially like how you would describe that when I got back. I'm like, oh man, that sounds yeah. awesome. Mm. like in a blurred background that's a good plot yeah also yeah, gross blurred in but the you know yeah. now there's this table in the middle of the of the remaining three they're all chained up there's a table in the middle that has cecilia's phone on it and <laughs> cecilia cuts open uh the the severed head body uh, Valentina and pulls out her intestines and uses it as a lasso to pull the table close to get her phone. <laughs> resourceful. That was awesome. Yeah, very resourceful. <laughs> I I was curious, but like, I mean, I'm the, I'm not gonna poke holes and like you couldn't do that, whatever. I just am curious, how, like, how strong intestines are, like, if it could, like, if it wouldn't, if they wouldn't just break. You know what I mean, or, or like rip apart or whatever. Like I'm, I just don't, I don't know. Like I don't know the the tensile strength of a of a of intestines. I feel like it's, I feel like it's really high. Again, we're could you swing better. on them? We're gonna <laughs> get you better information. Uh, I think it would like it would become almost like too rubbery. Like it would be, it mm. would gain too much elasticity to where you would outstretch it. But I feel like that would give a lot of like, like it would hold a long time before like. Like, I feel like, I mean, you, you use it. I feel like stomach lining is used for like sausage or like condoms. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Could you do... <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, you can break those things. But, like if you needed something to pull like a table, like that's not out of the realm of. Yeah. Especially well, if humans. sex had, if We're sex bigger had animals. anything, the, the only thing strong enough to break a condom is another condom. Absolutely. That, that's why you don't double wrap them. Like, oh awesome. god, yeah, very upsetting. But what's I've the right? Been talking what's the about right, What's the right answer, Emily? I mean, do you With, know uh, intestines? Yeah, like what can you get away? With? Dog, I mean. Think? Uh, try to pull a table with a bunch of sausages and see if that. <laughs> that works. But I, I think they're pretty sturdy. Yeah, like I mean, I, it it's feasible. Awesome. It would like I wasn't like, come on, but like they I are just full of it, feces. Feasible. It, it, <laughs> feasible. Because that's it just what I would the be question. Like, this is a shit rope. Oh yeah, that's even, true. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got that. It maybe it depends on what she has eaten. What's if she had a school? lot of bulky bulky foods, it would really hold up well, very brick like. Um but if she's just Eating cheese, if well, well I feel like yeah, cheese would stop you up. Cheese would be good, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like that would be yeah. Good constipation that yeah. might be good, but not too much, or else it's straining. 
mm. on the intestines, mm. you know? True. Don't Use the elasticity. You know what? In a good, healthy diet, always eat a good diet in case you need to use your intestines as a rope. <laughs> or someone needs to use your intestines. Yeah. 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 She didn't care. I think if I needed a tourniquet and, like, I'm like, well, my guts are kind of hanging out already as it is. <laughs> How badass would that be? I know. If- if you use your own use intestines that. as a tourniquet for yourself and somehow survived, that'd be the greatest war story of all time. Your priority would probably be your intestines over yeah, a limb true. that's trying to come Yeah, out. like once they rupture, I'd be like, well, why don't I like, just use my shirt? The ABCs, <laughs> your airway, your breathing. Wait, and circulation. Well, maybe yeah. circulation. I don't know. The last thing you I'll say is, can you imagine how bad the inside of a body must run. smell? Oh. Yeah. A fresh one, probably not that bad. I mean, yeah. Uh, when do you like I, evacuate? We open people a decent amount, yeah. and it doesn't smell bad unless you like cauterize it, and then it smells like food. But like, oh. oh. <laughs> wait, wait, you have you smelled like cauterized flesh? Like literally every day. That's like most. Of Does my it job. smell kind of delicious? It's like it kind of like barbecue. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. As long as there's no hair, I mean that's gotta. No, yeah, the hair is definitely stinkier for yeah. sure. Yeah. But like just skin, it's barbecue esque. Mm, yeah. Tasty. Okay. Yeah. Crackling so board. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Oh, sorry. Cecilia gets the phone and she calls for help, but before she can kind of reveal her location, Amanda shocks her into submission and confiscates the phone. Uh, but the guy that she called, Parker, which was one of the so-called uh, patients before uh, breaks into the clinic claiming he wants his money back. Amanda restrains Parker while Mateo is forced to drill into his own skull and remove a portion of his cerebral tissue to obtain another key. This one's insane. This one is insane. And this, but it surprisingly didn't bother me as much as the leg one did. The leg one was the worst for me. Yeah, I think like one was worse for me when, especially when like she starts sucking out the bone marrow. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, I don't like we didn't that. Even talk about that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And she, yeah, she she fucks up. Like... She didn't she didn't get it in time because she she wasted too much time not being able to do it, which I get. Three minutes. I feel like that's that's not fair. <laughs> you can't. You get me hesitating. You give me like, half hour. I don't know if I can get that done. Yeah. Like. Ugh. Yeah, I need I need 18 minutes. Maybe they do that. They're like, by the end of some of these, you're going to need like medical attention. So it's like Mm -hmm. you get three minutes. I get half an hour to get you to the hospital. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Logistics. Um, So he's this. This was all. This was probably my favorite one, though. I thought it was badass. Like the tiki head. Or whatever, like what is, or I don't know if that might be culturally insensitive, but uh, the whatever the the statue looking head that like you know that he you didn't see what it was at first because like he's strapped up to this chair and like there's like these two like panels that are on either side of his head and he needs to put a piece of his brain in this little petri dish basically to to you know release some key to get him out of this thing but he fails to do so and then those panels collapse on his head and then he he just has like some like 
statue looking face that like glows and it just burns the shit out of his head. And mm-hmm. I just thought it was badass. I just thought the idea was cool. Mm-hmm. It's like a George it's Foreman cool. head. <laughs> Doesn't look like George Foreman, but it like cooks like a like a Foreman. And I also hated like him the most too. Press. Like he was my least favorite. Yeah. Like he was the one I wanted to die the most for some reason. I don't know why. He just seemed like a douche more than mm. I don't know. He was that which was... is weird because he was probably the most innocent out of all of them. Was he the taxi driver guy? No, he was the one that was like giving the girl pills. He was like the oh, like a he actually vet. was a doctor or yeah, he was a vet. Um but yeah, yeah so him sawing into his skull was was gross. Uh-huh. And the brain uh-huh. sco- scooping the brain out. That's nasty. No, I didn't like this. I didn't like the brain with the pick. I thought that was. I almost it think was... it would have been cooler it, though if he like fucked up and took a took too big of a chunk out of his brain and he just went brain dead and then I... the thing closed <laughs> on his head. I wanted there to be a spoon and him to like pick up a spoon, <laughs> like a jello <laughs> spoon, and be like, you know what, just scoop it out. Uh, oh. Also, this torture like reminded me of like. It was like a callback to like old ones where like it's a big contraption the person is in with like her head. Like my first introduction or to the first, I mean, I think I've watched the first three uh, when they first came out. And that's what I remember most is like the big elaborate like things that open your head mm-hmm. up or crush your head or it's like an Iron mm-hmm. Maiden that like attached to your shoulders. Um, right. So yeah. I like that's my earliest memories of the movies is being like oh look this like a person wakes up in like this weird thing and they're like what the fuck so it reminded me of one of those honestly we're watching saw three right now and they're removing something very similar like a tin can on a head kind of thing yeah this is jigsaw oh that's jigsaw oh this is jigsaw it's very medieval we're watching jigsaw yeah yeah it is or like the 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 chokey from uh from matilda (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Bye, kid. Uh, Tilda. Where else are you going to get these crossovers, folks? Oh, <laughs> uh, so Gabriella is next. <laughs> Ryan, for all those crossover references. Latin, honey. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Gabrielle is next. She's suspended from shackles around her wrist and ankle. While being subjected to ionizing radiation, it must use a sledgehammer to break her shackled limbs and escape. Uh, this one was easier to watch, but probably would suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, I don't even know what route I would go there. And like, because like, so she's hanging by. She's she's suspended in midair. One wrist one ankle and, and the doctor told her to cut the ankle right to cut the ankle first yeah which uh makes sense because if you're just suspended by your leg it's going to be harder to lift yourself up and break the leg like well, you're not suspended no, by your leg in it the was chain. you would just fall it was to the so ground, you'd swing right? away from the ray mm. yeah but like if you cut the wrist you'll just fall into the ground right Oh, uh, I feel like both the chains went up, didn't they? 
kind of, or was the one on the ground? I don't know. I yeah, I, I do actually kind of it's remember being confused about that when she yeah. falls diagonally. Because either way, she's going to fall to the ground. If she's trying to avoid to fall to the ground, no matter what, it happens. Whether yeah, yeah. whether bust you're, and in that case, all you really have to do is bust your thumb, like your foot. You have to bust like kind of the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, your arm is a goner anyway if you're cutting your arm off. So just like break your fall with your stub and then get rid of the whole arm, like. Well, it'll heal. Well, you can you smash your. Oh yeah, she smashes her hand. Yeah, you're just you're just like shackled in, so you could just break your thumb and slip the shackle. Like I feel like yeah. once you get your thumb down, then you're falling to the ground. Yeah. And right. then it'll break. with that with thumb. both hands free minus the thumb, it's going to be easy to get your foot out. So what yeah. what do you think is more harmful to like okay so like radiation we know like can cause like like cancerous effects right um but uh do you think a small dose of unknown radiation is worse for your overall health than like a lot of it really quickly like which one do you think will have longer lasting effects i she'll be scarred forever and that scar tissue is that's just gonna She's just gonna have a really bad burn. I feel like yes, radiation which I feel like, like damaged tissue uh, creates like opportunities for like more radical cells. Could maybe, yeah. or yeah, I mean, I guess like a, the cell growth would be uniform. I don't know. She's gonna look like a ghoul from Fallout. Well, Absolutely. radiation is what will kill the cells from uh, like multiple like cancer cells. Yeah, so it's yeah. just bad tissue after that. So it would just char your tissue, and you just have scar tissue, and she's gonna look ugly and oh, okay, terrible. Huh. Yeah. Well, well. Hopefully I she believe. she she may have learned her lesson, but she didn't get that chance. Uh, Maybe scar tissue is her favorite song. <laughs> yeah. And it'll hit harder now. So she she succeeds, and John John orders Amanda to take her to the hospital. John is very concerned with like when someone does succeed, like win the game. Like he's like he's like they they deserve to live. Like they won. Like they've they've earned their they've earned the right to live. You know what I mean? And so he's like she needs medical attention, but before she can, the now free Parker forces them at gunpoint to free Cecilia. Revealed that he is in on the whole thing he's boning cecilia cecilia uh cecilia breaks gabriella's neck and you think because like it's like she just becomes more and more unlikable as the movie goes like you're like Mm -hmm. oh she's a shithead but just for money and now it's like oh she's a shithead but also like a heartless murderer and uh she reveals she called Parker, who is part of the scam, to free her. She forces John to chain himself in her her trap. So, no, nope, that's not right. Somebody, whoever wrote this, has that wrong because that she she didn't make that trap. Well, I guess yes. No, never mind. They, it's just worded weird. So the same the same trap that she was she was in, she made yeah. John go to that one. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she hears Carlos outside the facility, and having noticed John befriended the boy, she chains him up opposite John on a seesaw-like trap, which waterboards them with blood. Uh. John is very uh, 
he's horrified by this because he he does he's he's a bad guy right but like he's not he's he's not like he doesn't kill innocent people he doesn't hurt innocent people and this boy is clearly innocent in this whole situation and so he tells the boy when they basically they're both laying down there's a lever in front of them and luckily he learned the spanish word for pull because he says don't pull but in spanish or whatever like basically tell him like do not pull this fucking lever uh but because how it works basically is that the the seesaw goes up in the air they're both getting waterboarded with blood and whoever pulls the lever it the seesaw tips towards the other person and then that person is getting waterboarded and the other person's not uh so john was just planning on just taking it himself just taking all the waterboard himself whatever but the boy starts fighting back and like he's he's trying to like take the waterboard on himself it's like this like back and forth heroic moment of who's going to be the one to get waterboarded more between the boy and john uh while this is happening though Parker and Cecilia leave to retrieve the bag of stolen cash from John's control room. However, a tripwire is activated that seals Parker and Cecilia in the room and frees John and Carlos. And then they have the Ocean's Eleven reveal of how this <laughs> all transpired of, you know, the the flashbacks of like how, you know, the you you think that John was outsmarted, but he was actually one step ahead of them the entire time. And had contingency plans for everything which is just kind of the name of the game they knew it all along they knew it all along they knew is what jake explained to me on the way out of the theater because i was sleeping during oh, this gotcha <laughs> yeah um where'd they get all that blood it's mexico <laughs> good point good point uh, I mean, that. it was probably like my guess would be like animal, but maybe like pig's blood or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they it's used Mexico, they used whatever uh, Evil Dead didn't use. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, you got some of that surplus blood. It was right? their closeout sale. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know that that would suck, but I feel like they could have just turned their heads. Like they they just were like just taking the waterboard. Like right in the mouth, and I'm like, just turn your fucking head. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe if you look closely, there's a device that makes it so you can't. Wait, was it raining down from the ceiling? Yeah. Is that what it was? Saying? There was. Oh, well, there was like okay. a nozzle like that came down in front of them, but like they, they were chained like, up. There was a. Now cop. I'm picturing that they're both oh. sitting on chairs in the lever from the ceiling, and they are pulling it to take it for themselves, and mm. the water's coming down. Mm. No. Not sexy like that. Yeah. Well, no, because their, their heads weren't chained blood. down because he was looking up. He he kept this like this chick's never been waterboarded before. Obviously, you need your head tipped back. <laughs> waterboard or Chinese water torture? Which one do you think would be worse? Waterboard. Uh, waterboard. Wait, Chinese water torture is when you have the thing over your face, right? You just no, drip. that's the drip. That's the that's oh. the your your head is is restrained completely. You just have a drip on your forehead for like days. Like, it's I could dissociate and it's oh, the I'm most dead. apparently it's the most maddening thing. Like you you go crazy. It breaks your brain. You have to try it, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You get so fucked up. Dude. You get so fucking high. 
Gwen Paltrow does it every morning. And <laughs> right after a cold plunge. I wake up at 5.30 a.m. I do my Chinese water tortures. I smell I my pussy candle. candle. <laughs> I shove in my yoni egg and I continue with my day. I become agelessly terrifying. Like <laughs> Oh. Man, Jigsaw would be a lot better if it was Gwyneth Paltrow as opposed to <laughs> Tobin Bell. Jesus, protege. <laughs> Gwyneth, what are you doing? So, the death there's a deadly chemical gas that begins filling the room that Parker and Cecilia are locked in. Uh, the only respite being a ventilation hole large enough for one person's head. Uh, they start fighting over which person is going to get out there to breathe. And Cecilia stabs Parker to death, but can only watch as John, Amanda, and Carlos, uh, to whom John gave the money. He gave that boy a bag of cash. Uh, they leave the facility while she is left in prison. Uh, he did warn, he warned Parker. He's like, she's going to kill you. She will turn on you. And he was fucking right. And uh, yeah, that's kind of that's how the the main one ends. But there is a post credit scene, uh, where sometime later later, uh, that original guy who I made a comment about to Jake as we were watching. I'm like, oh, I bet you that Henry Kessler guy that referred him to her originally was in on it, and he was. Yeah. Uh, he awakens in a dilapidated bathroom, chained up with a new trap strapped to his stomach which is now scar free because he earlier he had revealed that he had the surgical scar that, you know, saved his life. Cause I said, Ryan, what about the scar? And it's gone. And Ryan's like, wait, Henry Kessler is going to come back at the end. He said, he said that he's like, he said his name and everything. He said, you remember, you remember Henry Kessler, Henry Kessler. Yeah. And then I said, what about the scar? (laughs) <laughs> and it all came back <laughs> and uh yeah he's overseen by uh john and mark hoffman which is uh supposedly a callback to another saw film i haven't seen so it's uh matt hoffman's father bmx pro bmx writer yeah oh cool whatever but guys <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not even true it's not true i'm lying <laughs> I was like, that lying, is, you guys didn't that is care. so sick. Yeah. Yeah. You guys don't remember Matt Hoffman's I remember. BMX Pro Rider or whatever the fuck. Is. Not as good as a Tony Hawk game, but Matt yeah, Hoffman. I remember. So sick, dude. Watch the clip. Yeah, dude. Go to YouTube. Also, uh, when her, her head was through the hole, I think that was like, uh, it was an opportunity for like one of those step saucers, like step. Like with her head stuck, like only her head can fit through the hole. <laughs> like step, step, saw. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Step saw. What are you doing? Step saw. <laughs> can you help, please? I don't know. I, it was kind of funny looking. Her head just pe- peeking out of the hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was saw ten. Saw 10. Saw 10. So I feel like an X makes like a C sound sometimes, and it could just be sauce. Sauce. <laughs> That's good. We'll call it that. Sauce. Um, our, 
our art for this is just Sauce, the football player. Sauce Gardner? Yes. Wait, no? <laughs> no. Okay, fine. Whatever. Like, I feel, I feel like <laughs> you could spell a thought. name S-A-W-X and it'd be Sauce. Yeah. Sau. 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 Yeah. So, so, like, like Sau, but... No, you want to say the X part and just say sauce. Socks. <laughs> Socks. All right, let's let's reveal our let's reveal our traps. Mm. Okay. Uh I think you guys should go first because you guys seem to have put more preparation to it. Okay. But you have three. What if you did so, one first? Oh sorry. No. I I'll I'll go first. Ow. I, I have an accompanying picture here, which I guess I can uh, we can take a picture of and post on our Twitter. Um, okay. But all right, so this dude I don't know his name, um, but he was chewing with his mouth open, and uh, we, we don't like that, so he needed to be really punished. <laughs> we'll take a picture. There's later. a better way to do this. <laughs> no, Ryan will take a picture later for it. But yeah. Okay. Oh well. Like, uh, okay. I. I'll I'll just explain it for audio first, and then I'll I'll point to the picture thing props for you guys later, and I'll cut that. Okay, out. Thank you. Uh, so basically, this dude was chewing with his mouth open. He, uh, John Kramer, was uh, at a hospital cafeteria and uh, sitting in there, and the dude had a, a sandwich. He it wrapped in tin foil, and wrapped it, and he crumbled up the tin foil into a ball. And he put it on the table. And he starts eating the sandwich with chewing with his mouth open, which is fucking disgusting. So he gets he gets sawed, right? But John Kramer grabbed that ball of tinfoil. That's important for later. Now, when this guy awakened, he's completely restrained, and he now has like metal wires hired, like like uh, wired to his teeth, right? Like kind of like, like braces. Uh-huh. He's got like braces on that like, are all around his teeth. But there's wires attached to these braces that are coming out of his nose. And those are like hooked up to like a car battery or something, some kind of power source. And what these do when it is activated is heat them up. They become extremely, extremely like red hot, like the inside of an oven, 450 degrees. Uh, what he has to do to escape it is he takes the tinfoil ball that he took and he puts it in his mouth and he says, you got to keep your mouth closed and melt the tin. And there's a little beaker in front of him that when it's melted, he has to spit out the melted tin into it. And, and eventually, but it's, but he can't just spit it into it because it's like, it's got a, the beaker's too small. The tinfoil ball will just bounce off if he does it, but it, cause it's, there's a, it's a weight thing. Like there has to be the tinfoil goo has to fill the beaker trip the scale and it'll turn off the the braces mm. Wait, does that the make sense in my mouth yeah are screaming that sounds terrible yeah so yeah chew with your fucking nice. mouth closed good job yeah <laughs> i appreciate the sentiment <laughs> but this the thought of tinfoil in your mouth in general is like the worst thing ever to uh, it's got to melt you got to turn your mouth into an oven. That's the thing. You got if, right. if you open your mouth, it's not gonna be hot enough. Ugh. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do mine intermittently. Yeah. Uh, intermittently. Sorry, I said that word. Uh, because I have three. So my my first one is 
It's just a podium with a loaded gun and a TV showing every moment I've told employees, you too, after they told me to enjoy something instead of have a nice day. <laughs> so oh. it's, it's just Jigsaw's been following me around. Every single time I say something awkward to an employee, I'm like, fuck. He oh. just has that on a reel, and it just you just you end up killing yourself. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I could kill myself after every time I did that. <laughs> so that's not really a saw trap, but that's the best I got. All right, uh, Jake. Uh, I wrote like a recording that maybe we can use. Nice. So maybe I'll okay. just do that. I'll try and get into a saw voice. I'm going to try and get the distance right. Mm-hmm. Hello, Tanner. This minimum wage after school job may seem trifling to you but you take lives into your hands. You play rotisserie roulette with these innocent moviegoers' lives. Let's all go to the lobby, Tanner. Let's all go to the lobby <laughs> and play a game. Is it the guy that sold you the fucking tater tots? <laughs> yep, and what he has to do is deep fry his hands in clean oil, <laughs> deep fry his hands until he can get... uh like a temperature probe, like a meat thermometer, temping at 150, 60 degrees consistently. And then it opens a key and that he can get himself because he has an exploding collar or something. Yeah, yeah, or something. <laughs> Hello, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his name. He had a cross. He had a cross necklace, though. I remember that. Oh fuck you, Tanner! The, the yep. <laughs> That's great. That's so good. Fucking minimum wage, Tanner, dude. <laughs> oh, you fucked right. up your whole yeah. day. Yeah, it wasn't right. fun. But here's my here's my second one. You wake up next to a trail of domino pieces stood up on their side in a row. After you knock the first domino over, you discover that it's actually a Rube Goldberg machine, and now you have a Grand Slam Denny's breakfast in front of you. It's not even a trip. It's just fucking Rube Goldberg machine. This sounds these, <laughs> For five. The way you're reading them sounds like the shitty choose-your-own-adventures that we've been doing. Well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't put hardly any production into it. <laughs> I didn't know you guys were gonna actually like write a thingy thingy. I I deleted it twice, basically. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Emily. Mine's not as good, but I did write it out. This would happen in the middle of a saw movie. In the middle of the movie. Okay. Uh, it's you. Your character is allowed to escape, and you get to go home. You go to bed. You brush your teeth. You drink a glass of water and you are awoke and you go to bed. You are awoken at 1 a.m. by the police. They tell you they need to breathalyze you immediately. You protest. You say they have no warrant to breathalyze you. Uh, They turn off their body cam and they hold you down and breathalyze you somehow. You failed the test. It turns out an hour before you got up and you made yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This is a peanut butter and jelly breathalyzer. (laughs) The walls lift, Monsters, Inc. style. Uh, You never left the Saw Warehouse. Also, the PB&J 
was a bomb. Oh my god. That explodes and you die. <laughs> Just wants to kill me. <laughs> Gotta kill me with those PBJs, bro. <laughs> and this is why we chose grilled cheese last time. <laughs> oh my PBJs god. PBJs are the death of me. Okay. Uh these these pies are bombs. They were made. <laughs> they were made in a bomb factory. They're bombs. They're bombs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is also written in the very choose your own adventure style. You wake up shackled to a beanbag. You look at your hands and notice that someone has super glued gloves to them. On the outside, the gloves are bejeweled with shards of glass and Jolly Ranchers. In front of you, there's a TV with Jillian Michaels' exercise videos playing on repeat. The door leading to your freedom is operated by a cup on a weight scale. The door will open <laughs> once you've expelled enough jizz to fill the cup. <laughs> with Jolly. Did you do it? Okay. <laughs> Would you win? I feel like I could jerk off with like my my forearms. You know, I feel like I could do like that oh. and still like it'd be really hard with Jillian Michaels exercise videos, but I feel like I could do it. Oh my so, god. Like with the beanbag chair, just into the beanbag chair? Yeah. I feel Oh, like that's true. I, I I would look at that and I'd be like, the Jolly Ranchers are kind of insulting here, right? Like the glasses <laughs> there's some they're like just try chewing on one of these. Again, the key is just on glass, just... but you throw in the Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> just just as soon as you that as soon as you're in a saw trap, just oh, <laughs> to start chicken off. Either way, you win. How can I come with this trap? <laughs> this saw trap will make you, you when I come. come. You're trying to reach into the box of needles, but you can't use two hands because the one hand. John Kramer hates this one trick. <laughs> I survived all these stupid traps by just jerking off. <laughs> oh, God. So what do we do? We vote on our favorite. Yeah, I guess. This is, I mean, I got, I got to give it to Jake Good. for Tanner. No. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Tanner. Fuck Tanner, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I think I like Tanner. Tanner also. That was a perfect circle. And it had the production value behind it. Yeah. Thanks. I yeah. almost went with one where you were climbing a ladder and it was like barbed wire. And I wasn't. Oh, I was like. But also your step. This is your stepmom. She just stuck on the ladder again. <laughs> oh, that was great. You wake up. Your stepbrother or your stepson's being really sexy. <laughs> he's working out. You realize that he's no longer such a young boy anymore. <laughs> this, is, this is just choose your own adventure. What the... But with I mean, Saw. I really like these. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, is that not what Saw is? You choose your own adventure. I guess. You live or die. Gosh, you're screwed. Yeah. You play the it's game. Better. It's about We should write choice. Choose Your Own Adventures. I think we do a better job I than whoever made the Dolores one mm, last time. Dolores. Which the world may never see because I might just cut that entire thing. Yeah, you, it's fine. That'd be fine if you did. I, I'll see with what kind of work I could do to make it entertaining, but that was uh, that was a lot. It was a lot of reading. Yeah. Too much reading. 
I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember it. I remember having fun. Yeah. Uh, we had fun, but would the audience have fun? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The audience. The audience. The audience. Oh, <laughs> speaking of the audience, I, I, I do want to address the audience. If we do have any any newer oh, viewers Patreon. here. Yeah. If you're looking at our Patreon and seeing absolutely nothing on there. That's what you're going to get. Do not worry. That's not the plan going forward. We just don't have any subscribers right now. I mean, we do, we but no motivation. No, it's not about motivation. But also, we are we're we are going to start putting some things on there, even though nobody subscribed to it yet. But the reason why there hasn't been anything since our initial announcement of the Patreon launch is because nobody had subscribed to it, and so we would just be shooting that stuff off into the air for no one to hear. No. Um. So. You know, the second someone, even if it's one person, the second someone's on that at that five dollar tier, content will start flowing. So we're gonna sh- we're gonna shoot it all over you. That's, That's what you. we're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, watch out! Um, and I do real Get quickly want to shout out. Uh, we got a five star review on Apple Podcast from somebody that I don't believe we know. So it's from Kryptonian Orphans. Says five stars, lots of fun. If you like horror, check this pad out. So we thank you, Kryptonian Orphan person. I don't believe we know. If we do know you, don't tell us because I'd rather think that we made someone happy that we don't know. (laughs) Superman. It's Tanner. Let us live a lie. Tanner. (laughs) Clark Kent, dude. (laughs) Old Goonies username. It's sure as shit, not Tanner. The Uber mentioned. Yeah. No fucking way. <laughs> Could never be. <sighs> All right. All right. Is that the pod? That's the sode. So, the, so no, the no wheel, and I don't know what's coming out next week. So thanks for watching. Thank you Bye, guys. for listening. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for Everybody listening. But Tanner. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Tanner. Tanner.